Once in a while ago, when I was a young child, I got off my city bus, or school bus, I should say, every day. And waiting for me when I got off the school bus was a bunch of kids, non-Jewish kids from the area. And every day, for like a week straight, I got off the bus, and they would promptly beat me up, take away my briefcase, take all my papers and homework from, from school, and throw it all about the, <clears throat> the street. It happened every single day for about a week straight until I figured out that I'll get off at a different bus stop and walk a couple blocks home. So these kids won't beat me up every day. Grant you that I was in second grade at the time, so you could figure out how old I was. Now, normally, if that's happened to somebody, I would hate them for the rest of their lives. But as you know, we are Am Yisrael. And mitzvah in the Torah is that we don't hate. So this week is Pasha Zachar. And yet the Torah tells us to erase anything that had to do with Hamalek. And don't forget what they did to you. If we're supposed to be people that don't hate, we're a peaceful nation. A kol kol Yaakov. We fight with our davening, with our learning. We don't fight with our hands. There's a mitzvah like sisnei You're not allowed to hate. Not that I hate your brother. So what's going on here? Why is a Malik so different? In order to understand this a little bit better, we have to remember that the Torah, the Aten Zechiris in the Torah, <clears throat> ten times you have to remember things the Torah tells us. But the four main ones, which these are the four that set us up on a daily basis, is I'm linking together two, which is Mitzrayim, Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, which we say on a regular basis, and also remembering Harsinai, because Mitzrayim was really just a lead up for us accepting the Torah. Also, the mitzvah is to remember what the Rabbi Shalom did with the Be'er Miriam, that when Kal Yisrael was stuck in the desert with nothing to eat and nothing to drink, he sent along a rock, and from that rock came a well that Kal Yisrael was able to sustain themselves in the Midbar. In addition to the man, they also had water to drink, fresh well water. And then, of course, after that comes Gedusha's Shabbos, that Shabbos comes around once a week, although there's a mitzvah to say, to mention Shabbos every single day, as we say in davening, Hayam Yem Rishon B'Shabbos, Sheni B'Shabbos, we mention Shabbos every single day of the week. And finally, the Torah comes to the mitzvah of remembering Amalek, what they did to us, and we have a mitzvah to remember every single day what they did. Of course, the question remains, so Sinai and Mitzrayim, we remember. Why? Because we have to know that the Torah came from Shemayim. Rabbi Shalom sent us the Torah. And the reason that he sent it to us <clears throat> was, of course, to establish ourselves as Klai Yisrael. And also that we have to remember all the time, always, where we come from, where the Rabbi Shalom set us up as a nation. And we have to remember the mitzvah of 
the Maisa of Miriam and the Mon is to remember that the Rabbi Nishwadim does not put any creation in this world without providing them with Parnasa. As we say, open up your hands and Hashem will feed you. Hashem does not put any living creature on this world without giving them a means of having sustenance. We're talking about from the littlest bug to the littlest fish to the largest mammal to the biggest whale. They all have what they eat. Us people are no different. We also have to know and have to believe that Hashem put us in this world not to starve us, but to give us a purpose, a meaning. And He's not going to starve us in order that we shouldn't have the ability to serve Hashem. And He also didn't put us in this world that we should be chasing the Almighty Dollar all day long because then we're no different than the little dog than the dog that's sniffing everything in the street to see if he can find something to eat. Of course, our tachlis is not that. Our tachlis is that we have to serve Hashem in the ultimate way. And if we do that and we believe in Him 100%, of course, whatever money that we need for our sustenance and anything that we need in general, well, Hashem will provide us. The last thing that the Torah tells us is the mitzvah of destroying Amalek. As destroying Amalek, as remembering Amalek, what they did to us, we have to remember it on a regular basis. You know that the Torah says, that every person, not talking physical, we're talking now strictly spiritual, inside every single one of us, that when the Torah tells us all these mitzvahs, which are physical mitzvahs to do, they, of course, are there that we have to do them. But even more importantly than that is that we have to internalize, just like every vessel has an inside and an outside, so to us people have an inside and an outside. When the Torah says, make for me a base HaMikdash and I will reside in it, of course, as all this Farum Taichet is talking about us individual. Make for me a place and I will reside inside you. What kind of place should we make? We should make a place that Hashem will want to be amongst us, which means that we are not chasing Kashmias all day long. We are chasing Ruchnias all day long. Whether it be Torah, Abayda, Gemilas Chasadim, what can we do to enhance Hashem's name? What is the mitzvah of Amalek? Maisa. The whole story of Amalek happened on the way out of Mitzrayim. And Amalek was, uh, yes, of course, everybody knows the famous Rashi, that the reason why Amalek was the worst of the worst was because they were the ones who came and attacked first. Right? That who was the first one? The marshal is the first one to stick the foot in the hot tub. Right? So they cooled it off for everybody else. But now let's internalize the whole mitzvah of Mechias Amalek. What is the power of Amalek? There is a thing in the world which is called a klipa. A klipa means a shell. A shell is usually not edible. And the reason it's there is to protect the inside. So if we have the ability to protect ourselves from the shell, from the kli, the klipa that is surrounding us, 
So then our insides will be protected. Now the main clipas, many of them that are in the world, the most common one that people know of is what we call the Nachash HaKadmaini. And the Nachash, obviously, he was able to entice Chava to eat from the Eitz Hadas. And then we have other klipas that are around, some are less known. One is called Klipas Klavim, which is not so well known. And of course, the third one is Klipas Amalek, which is much more well known. But if we call it Amalek, we just think, oh, we'll find an Amaleki, and well, it's a mitzvah to kill them. Everybody says that the Nazis were Amalek. Don't know anything for sure. But one thing we do know 100% sure is that inside every one of us, there are outside influences, which are Amalek. Some are related to Amalek. Some are related to Nachash HaKadmaini. Some are related to the Klipas Klavim. All have negative influences on us. They all are coming to influence all of our physical pleasures. Of all the things that we have in this world, which is either for covered or for money, which also, once you have enough money, then the thing that comes afterwards is covered. That's what money buys. Because once, how many hot dogs can you eat in one day? Also, that's also a physical pleasure. And so the whole purpose that we are in this world is to, in order to serve Hashem, it's al ha'asid. Our purpose in this world is not for the present, but our purpose in this world is for the future. And you see that in the name of the Rabbeinu Shalom, the name of Havaya. Havaya includes Haya, Haiva, Viyya, was, is, and will be. What does that mean? That since we cannot distinguish one second from the next, we can separate them. So every second is a piece of the past, piece of the present, piece of the future. Since our world, anything that we don't understand, is a reference of the future. The shame Eke is a reference for the future. The sphere of Keser and Chachma, these are references for future, is that we do not understand future because we don't know. It's beyond our ability to understand. We cannot do it. Therefore, we take things from the past and we have to turn them into a future. In other words, by the Rabbani Shlomo, there is no concept of time. Time was given to Bnei Adam. People have the concept of time. We can't really understand because it wasn't put in our brain power to understand this meter of time. But anything that happens, happened in the past, is a hap- something that happened in the past, is happening now in the present, and is happening in the future. Therefore, we have to take from what we call past and internalize it in our present, in our previous. And then we could use it in order to move forward in the future. Raya Ladover is, by the way, that received by Major Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu Shalom said in the Pasuk, that you could only see the back of my head, you cannot see the front. What's the Pshat? Pshat is that you cannot see the future, you could only see the back. By Kuchabrichu, we cannot see the front. We don't know the future. We don't know anything. One thing is that we have to work on ourselves 
and eradicate all the negative influences that come to us on a daily basis. That's Tim Chazeh take away that klipa, take away that bad midas, take away the bad influences, which we call Amalek. And with that, we'll be Zeicher to Yeshua Gedaila, and we'll talk about Purim soon.